his first run and a good one. Williams outside, 15, keeps his feet, and Williams finds the end zone, and he is in for a touchdown. On second down, here's a toss. Here is Lucas. Jalen Lucas, that great speed, keeps his feet inside the 30. Lucas, 10, 5, touchdown, Indiana. It's Henderson cutting back and finding the end zone. Touchdown, Indiana. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I guess we're not talking any NFL today. What is the NFL? Um, I only strictly care about college football. Yeah, as we should. As we should. Um, while IU goes on a uh, and gets a, a, a big W, we are sitting here, all three of us, Seth included, who won't even join the podcast today, in pure misery. Um, as his team, I don't even know what that score is. It's got to be bad. At least our team's kept it. Well, my team kept it respectable. I don't know. I didn't see your score. But Nobody covered. Not the Colts, not the Steelers, not the not the Bears. Not that's a true. single one of our teams covered. Um, that's true. And that's really all that matters is gambling, yeah. not not the, our actual care <laughs> for our real sports teams. Well, as I just said, Seth is not here. He may join at some point, but as, if you can do that, go ahead and block him on Twitter. It's at Setah Five S E T A H Five. I forget um, the comment. Did you uh, Did you see um, when you tweeted out uh, Seth won't be tweeting? Oh yeah, um, and someone goes, "No worries, I haven't blocked." I already blocked him. Yeah, that well was done. Great. I think that was Darren. I, I think Darren did. Was that. it Darren? I don't know who it was, but I was like, "Oh, that is really good." Yeah, that is that is well done. Yes. Um, all right. Well, we're here to talk about the game that Seth did not partake in. He did watch a little bit of it because he was texting in the group a little bit. Uh, but he was on his way or in, I think he was in Blacksburg, Virginia at that point. He spent more time, uh, touring like plantations and other things the day before the game against Virginia tech for Purdue, Virginia tech than he did actually at the game. Um, so it kind of sucks. He had got rained out. But uh, that is a bummer. I mean, you know how awesome it is traveling to games. Yes, but he's got to learn, Brandon. I, you know, I had a friend, a mutual friend of ours, um, Seth and I, I don't think you've met this guy, but he texted me and said, hey, really sucks for Seth. And I said, well, he's learning as a true road game for him. You've got to bring a poncho. You got to check the weather. Number one, if there's any chance of rain, be prepared for the rain. Bring extra clothes. Stay close to the stadium. Because he could have gone back to the hotel or, or house or whatever he was going to stay at, chilled there for a bit, figured out when that game was going to get restarted, head on back to the stadium. It didn't rain the rest of the day, I don't think. Yeah, it would have been great, too. Real good away win for the Boilers, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about game number two on IU's schedule, which is different than what the outline says. I missed that one. Uh, final score, Indiana State 7, IU 41. One of us almost nailed the exact score right on top of the head. Uh, IU favorite by 30 and a half going into that. One money on that. Over under 45 and a half got that one as well. And IU improves to 7 and 0 all time against the Sycamores. And poor Kurt Mallory is now, I think, 0 and 7 against Power 5 conference teams. And I can't remember what the average um, loss was by, but it is bad. So, um, Cool. There we go. Brandon, did you watch much of this game? You didn't, right? You said you were on delay for some reason. 
Yeah, just one, I was on uh, solo parenting duties, and then I had to record my other podcast. So I didn't turn this game on till about 8.45, and then I just like super sim through the commercials, uh, and then most of the fourth quarter. Yeah, and so while I was on a high, a very big high off of this game, you came in right, right at the end of the, right when I was done, you came, you must have been pure mid mid second quarter because you came yep. in and just poo pooed all over our group text. Uh, we'll talk about the second quarter and maybe the beginning of the third quarter uh, in a little bit, but first let's get stick to the format. We'll get to key stats. Instead of me breaking down anything Indiana state did, I literally screenshot ESPN's box score or team stats section and stuck it in here. Cause I'm going to read some stuff for everybody. Here we go. It's, in, it's, it's good. It's it fun. Is, I'm going to read one side of the column and then we can kind of highlight the different. No, I'm not going to do this. Let's do total yards, 93 to 558 passing yards, 21 on three of 11, throwing the ball to 344 on a clip of 27 to 37, which is a phenomenal stat rushing the ball. They did rush the ball for 72 yards. Brandon, while IU only managed a measly 214 at a 5.1 clip, uh, the penalties, they did beat us on that one. They got eight. We only got seven. Um, and then turnovers were even. We'll talk about, I mean, we don't have to talk about that turnover. I thought it was kind of a freak play, but again, it, we're doing the thing where we're running in between the tackles and that's kind of what he gets or kind of what we thought would happen. Yeah, or get he's injured. The little guy, the little guy, uh, time of possession, our little guy, our yes, little, guy. yes, 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 yes. Time of possession, Indiana State, 23 minutes and 11 seconds. That leaves 36 minutes and 49 seconds left on the clock for IU. Uh, Complete domination outside of uh, what I kind of previewed as a a pretty bad quarter altogether, and I'd like to talk about that at some point. But first, let's talk about a couple highlights for IU. Um, Do you have anything else? Did did you want to add anything to Indiana State's part of the the stats? Definitely not Indiana State's. Um, We knew they were going to be bad after they got held out, like literally held scoreless. Their offense still hasn't scored a touchdown through two games. Indiana State's very, very bad. Um, I'll have a Brando's Randos on that um, later. Uh, But just at a high level, I love the rushing. I think the rushing was great. I Mm -hmm. think the rushing was schemed up well. Yes. The passing is what got me. 9.3 yards of pass is atrocious. Where they threw the ball is atrocious. 37 times is fine. I think if I remember correctly, all about five days ago, I think I said I wanted over 40 passes. So we almost got there at 37. I didn't have a problem with the, the amount of passes. I had a problem with what routes were being run, who was running what, no throws downfield. I still came away very, very upset. And I think you can't throw an entire quarter away the way IU did. And it had nothing other to do than, than Walt Bell. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll defend him on this and I'll tell you why here in just a second. A uh, couple things. One, the 9.3 is per attempt. So that's broken down total passing yards per attempt, 9.3 per completion. Yeah. If this helps you at all. 12.7 per completion against a team like Indiana state, you should be up around 20. 
Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking is, and honestly, I mean, it would have helped if there were a couple of them that, that got through. There was that one to camper that mm-hmm. was called back on a, a really tough illegal man down the field call that I don't Dude, think. I, I literally didn't see it. Zach Carpenter, I think, was the guy that they called it on. He was maybe a yard or two down the field. And this is going to happen to us if they're going to be consistent with this call because of the amount of RPOs we run um, or could run. I hope the offense that we ran on Saturday is, or Friday is what we're going to run moving forward. Um, and I, I can't imagine anything else. But there were some other, there were some good, really good things, I'd say, in three quarters of the of the game but yeah the second quarter we will talk about a little bit later on i think we should do that a little bit later on because i'm it's going to be a stock down part for me but it's kind of a weird one for me um it's oh i I actually missed missed your next bullet point i actually have this as a brando's randos oh do you talk about it next yeah cool well oh iu went over this it's the next one we'll get to iu's part yeah they went over 500 total yards for the first time since the western kentucky game that had everybody in a heart attack in 2021 uh, where they were on the road. Anytime we play Western Kentucky, honestly, is just it's a blood pressure game. Um, on the road, where it was kind of a battle back and forth, um, went over the first time for over 500 yards. Did you want to talk about that, or did you just want to? No, 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 no. Uh, it was a further down. Your randos. Um, touchdown drives, and I'll let you. I'll let you guess who did all of these touchdown drives of 73 yards, 81 yards, 71 yards, 93 yards, and 45 yards. All led by one person. Uh, that would have been we. We can save that again for a little bit later on. The defense held Indiana State under a hundred yards, and this was when I had to do a little bit of math on. They gave up eleven total yards in the second half. Eleven total yards in the second half. It's crazy. I I tried to find an article that had somebody had written. Um, by that point that, that said when the last time that was, when was the last time we held anybody under hundred yards? I can't imagine it's been since like the 1800s or something. Um, it's crazy. And then the recorded attendance I thought was pretty good. I thought the students had a decent showing. It took them a while to get into the stadium. There's a, there's a part, I think it's after Lucas's second touchdown where they pan over to the band and you just see it completely crowded student section entrance of them coming in. And at that point it's already 14, nothing. Um, but they ended up filling up pretty decent, a lot better than what I thought. I was really good. Yeah. It looked good on TV. I love that number. This is actually the bullet point I wanted to talk about. You have props down. I, the students do not care. They don't read Twitter. They certainly don't read message boards, but it's like they heard like, I was very impressed by the crowd. It seemed loud on TV. They mm-hmm. seemed now the cameramen are good at their jobs. They know how to cherry pick. Right. Yeah. But I was still very impressed. Yeah. Very impressed. It emptied when that game was over, over. Of course, like as any over, stadium over. would in the country. Yeah. And I almost, but I don't want to hang out with you psychopaths, not Brandon, but uh, I almost offered up uh, my other ticket to see if any of you guys wanted to go to the game with me because I was at that point I had some people fall through either way I mean I went through the entire phone book trying to find somebody to go but at that point it was everybody already had plans um I was gonna go I was gonna go and I was gonna wait till it was out of control I would have left that game early hell I left my parents I went and watched it with my dad left my parents house early 
I mean, so I don't blame anybody for leaving early, but I, I was really impressed. I told my my dad who I was watching it with, I thought maybe we'll get 40,000. But I, yep. I thought the stadium looked pretty good. It looked pretty good for a Friday night game and, and against the game, uh, a team that had no business being on that field with with IU on Friday. So um, <clears throat> I would like to talk about some things. We We somehow screwed up their quarterback situation. How this guy got the start, this Evan Oles, or, or, or I forget, I don't know how to say his name. Dude. He's a Colorado State transfer. How he got the start is beyond me. That guy is bad. No offense if your parents or anybody in relationship to him is listening. It's it's not good. Um, and then Gavin Screws come in, comes in, who I thought was the better quarterback, and he looked bad, real bad, in the two pass attempts that he had in like the one drive. But... um. Yeah, they're just not good. Not good. And it was fun. It was fun to watch. Um, Okay, we'll get right into the stocks. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about stat-wise or anything else that stood out to you, any any history or any of that stuff? Nope. Is Kurt Mallory on the hot seat? I think he has to be. That's been there for a long time, dude. I mean, that program seems D-E-A-D. Right. Like if I said Eastern Illinois to you, you could at least be like, oh, Tony Romo, Jimmy right. Graps, right? I mean, it's been a while since both of those quarterbacks have been there, but at least you can like recognize that school. What's their mascot? Do you know? Eastern Illinois? Nah, not a clue. It's the Panthers, I think. But I mean, I don't think that there's a lot of people that if outside of the state of Indiana, really, that if you said Indiana State, they'd be like, I'm where? What? What is that? You guys yeah. have a state school? Um, okay, we'll get into stocks. Uh, we'll go stock up offense, stock up defense. I don't know if we'll really do a whole lot of stock down. Um, we can do a couple stock down situations. I, I do want to talk about one for sure that we've hinted at about 16 times already, but we'll start uh stock up. Brandon, who's your stock up on offense? Cause there's a bunch to pick from. I think there's some I'll really, really good ones. Take the obvious. We have our quarterback and that yeah. isn't a slight to Soresby. Taven is good when you let Taven play football and let him eat. Taven isn't a, you know, system guy. You just got to let Taven be a quarterback. Let him get, let him drop back. Let him get on roll one way. Let him roll another way. Let him step up in the pocket. Taven is a quarterback. I didn't see this stat, but Seth said it, that he was somewhere like top five passing grade this week. Now you got to understand the opponent, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But, but wow, T- Taven looked incredible, and it's the momentum he needed, we needed, the team needed going into a monumental game this Saturday. Yeah, it's it's a big game, and I think that having somebody and they said that Taven had moxie when he's out there and he knows he's a starting quarterback and he knows that it's his team. That dude. He looked good. Again, take it with a grain of salt. Give the opponent uh, – take a look at them before you you freak out and think that this guy's going to be, you know, first-team All-American or anything. So uh, I'm going to go – I thought you would take this guy. So I'm going to have to give a couple people a shout here. I'm going to start – I'll start with my guy. I'll start with a guy that I've been talking about all offseason, and that's Omar Cooper. Uh, breakout game for him. Seven catches, 101 yards receiving – uh, with a long of 31, the guy looks good. He can run routes. He looks smooth. He can get up and catch a high point of ball. He's tough. Um, 
he looked really good. I think his high school teammate looked, can I say better, Brandon? Donovan <laughs> Coley. Holy cow, that guy. And he looks like a monster out there. Man too. amongst boys. Yeah. Four catches, 58 for him, including a, a long early on that first drive in 19 yards. Um, he He's impressive. And I think he's going to be a weapon because I think we may have a couple big guys that may not make it to the next game. I hope Cam Camper can pull it together and get there. EJ Williams looks like maybe that was a hand issue. I don't know if you saw his catch, but uh, he caught it, and then he started flexing his hand afterwards. He tried to line up, flex his hand a lot, and then he came right out. He didn't even do a play. He just came right out, and then he didn't play the rest of the game. I'm thinking it's a hand issue. I think we'll find out Monday um, or today, I guess, when the podcast comes out. in the press conference, we might. Um, we may have to save that for the radio show. I'm, I'm not sure. Another guy I want to give a big shout out to, a guy that looked like a beast, is our boy Josh Henderson. He he was tough, too. I mean, he was running people over. He looked quick. He looked real good out of the backfield. He had six car- uh, 12 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown late. He also caught the ball three times That's for 55 I wanted yards. to go. Yeah. We talked about it late last season. You got to find a way to get the ball in this guy's hands through the air. In space, yes. Mm -hmm. Like, Hendy can make plays when he, in the passing game, he is truly a three-down back. Um, We've seen him run this hard. Like, the running isn't what I came by impressed, because I'm already impressed by what he does on Mm -hmm. the ground. I forgot, honestly, that he was that good catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, that has to be, I, I have no faith in Walt Bell, but that should be in Walt Bell's, um, you know, while watching film, I need to get him involved in the passing game. I hope that, I hope at least Friday made you feel a little bit better, a little bit better. Um, but we don't have to talk about Walt yet. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about Josh Henderson for sure. I thought Trent Howland had a decent show, um, on that very, very last drive when it was, it was all but over. Uh, Josh Anderson and Omar Cooper on the last drive, maybe the first last touchdown drive. I want to say maybe, um, they both made some big plays where they would get caught by a couple guys and then still caught a couple yards after that, just pumped their legs and made some big boy moves. So, um, you know, and as we talked about again, Josh Anderson, five yards of carry, that's what we, we gave him crap for when he was on the show and then 18 yards per reception. So good game for him. Uh, stock down or stock up on defense. Uh, just real quick. I don't even want to cover this because of the controversy around it, but like both kickers can kick. Can we just pick a kicker, please? I think you, I think you stick with Freeman. I think, I think you have to, Yeah. but, but the freshman getting a kick and a couple extra points, Mm -hmm. like what were were their longs here? Freeman had a long at 28. Radichets along. They were both. They were both chip shots, but like, yeah. Ugh, I just, I just hate like, oh, Freeman's the long guy and uh, Radich is the is the short guy. Like, yeah, just and they're both doing fine. Like that doesn't a knock on them, but it's just annoying. How um, about James? Ep? We got to give a shout to James Evans real quick. Two kicks, yeah, one hundred and two yards. The best, he's the best punter in the yeah. country. Like yeah. I don't know that, but I'm gonna say it. Yeah. He's the best punter in the country. I'll give and we you. need to have him on this show. We yeah, need. Oh, to. I don't. Yeah. We can do that. We'll try. Cool. We'll do our best. Stock up defense. Stock up defense. Uh, Linnell Carr. Okay. Uh, I said he was quiet against Ohio State. 
Yeah. Um, he was, was very, very loud. Noise. Yeah. He was very loud in this game. Um, yeah, I, huge stock up from him. I, I, I think if if we can bookend Carter and Linnell, that is such a weapon. Yeah. He had a hit that was like a little bit overly violent on the very first drive of the game. Uh, it was third down when that poor guy was trying to run out of bounds and he yeah. just wasn't fast enough to get out of bounds before Linnell Carr could get to it. <laughs> and he just could have just, you know, he was going out. He could have just tapped him. But no, he he hit him pretty good. Um, thanks for leaving it. I, I don't know if I gave it to Phil Dunham. I did give it to Phil Dunham. I can't give it to him again, can I? Yes, you can. If I'll you're give not, it to him again I'm going to him. Because he was everywhere. No picks uh, this time around, but does it really matter? Um, Phil Dunham looks like he's going to be a player. He needs to add a little bit of weight. I think he looks a little skinny, um, which I wish was my problem. But uh, he looks... He looks good. He's he, he again flying around everywhere. He was making plays, uh, it, really in the running game. They only threw the ball eleven times, uh, but he he looks really really good. Uh, anybody else you want to just throw some names out real quick? I thought Nick Toomer looked really good. He's the one with the pick. Um, Louis Moore again. Louis Moore, yeah, yeah. Louis Andre Morgan Carter, again beast. as a safety. Oh, dude! I mean, this was such a stat pile game for him today. Oh yeah. Um, I mean he he's gonna get some accolades. He's yeah. he's just awesome. Yeah, Aaron Casey again, really good. Um, had somebody that's not a fan of of either team uh, talk to me over the week and in between podcasts at least and. And said, "Hey, this Aaron Casey guy or forty four, I think is what they said. Is he's good? I was like, oh, just keep sleeping. It's fine. Um, all right. I don't know. And do you have a stock up or stock down on offense? Impossible. I'm gonna. Well, we, I'm gonna we, use this part to talk about the second quarter, if yeah. I can. Yes, uh, please. And it's hard for me. I'm gonna counter act myself. I don't know. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but." Um, it's late on a Sunday, so, you know, bear with me here, but the second quarter was the Brendan Soresby quarter and my goodness, man, the penalties, the penalties were killers, Brandon, but you're up 21 to nothing. The drive that hurt and, and made me go crazy 21 to nothing. We had the ball with five and some change to go, took the ball over from them. I think it was maybe after the Nick Toomer pick in the end zone after they had kind of driven their way down the field, really um, should have probably taken the three points, but I'm not sure they can kick. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works, but um, we get the interception in the end zone five minutes to go. You should go into that halftime 28 or 35, nothing the way that yep. this game is going. Now, granted the first drive was penalty ridden and there's one of your punts, but again, I'm, I think it was three straight runs. Run, run, run. When you've been passing the ball all over them and killing them. And I, I hate having to go back and forth on the quarterback. Now, from what we're hearing and what everybody was talking about on TV and what they kind of asked him after the game. Uh, Decisions made. CTA, it's done. It going into to week three against Louisville next week, it's done. Whoever starts that game is the starting quarterback. They're not going to flip-flop and go back and forth. Thank you, G. Right? And I think that's what I think that's what drove you crazy because that's what drove me crazy. And yeah. a lot of it was penalties, dumb penalties. Um, yeah, it sucks. 
But I do think, Brandon, I do think what we saw is what we're going to see moving forward. A lot more passing, a lot more RPOs, not so much triple, not so many triple options. I think I only counted th- two or three triple option plays uh, on Friday. So I'll take that all day, please. So no stock down on offense for you. Stock down defense or special teams. Did you have anything there? Are you going to throw Jalen Lucas in there? No, I mean, he tried to maybe do a little too much, but uh, no way I can put stock down on Jalen. He had yeah. an incredible game. He got recognized by the national media a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I got I got no stock downs. All right. I do have a stock down. It's a Big Ten Network. Those guys were awful. That was just the worst. I, it was to the point to where, you know, as I said, I was at my at my parents' house, and and I just asked my dad. I was like, what, what do we do? What do we do? Can we figure out? He's like, he's old. He's not that old. He's in the 60s. But I was like, do you have a radio? He said, no. (laughs) (laughs) He said, no. (laughs) So I was like, can we figure out something to where we don't have to listen to this, but not listen to each other breathe? Like, we have to have something. But it was so bad. They couldn't recognize players. They kept harping over the same thing over and over and over again. And it was just, it was really, really bad. But yeah, as, as I said, there's no individual players that played bad on on Friday. If you want to nitpick, play a little patter, what is it, pitter-pat? Pitter-pat. Play a little pitter-pat. Um, you could nitpick on, you know, the play calling in the second half or second quarter. Really, I thought the second half, they can't, I can't believe they were throwing that late into the fourth quarter, Brandon, to be honest with you. That's why I was giving a little bit of credit to Walt. Um We'll see. I think I think the jury's still out, but I think it's leaning a little bit more towards like I don't want to push him into a rushing river. Uh but we'll we'll see what happens on on Saturday at Lucas Oil. So cool. If that's all you have, then we'll continue moving on. And when we continue to move, some of us like to walk, some of us like to run and those that like to run should check out the Monon track club it's indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the hoosier state they craft products tell stories and create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add to indiana's running culture check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies as a thank you to our listeners they're offering 10 percent off your order that's a lot of money off if you guys spend a lot of money you know what i mean Use promo code LEO10, LEO10 at checkout. You get 10% off. Now back to the show. We're going to revisit predictions. Um, <clears throat> Brandon thought we'd only score 23 points. He had us win in the game, though, 23-7. to seven. Seth thought we'd win the game. It's real close, man, 45-10. to 10? But one of us knows football, Brandon, and it's me. 2-0. I had us, on the season yes, I'm yes, this one very close. I had us winning the game 42 to 7 instead of 41 to 7. I was screaming at my TV, go for two. But we didn't. Oh well. Uh I'll take that trophy again. That's two in a row. I'm running out of space on the mantle. Um let's You're like get your cousins and quarterback. You you just have all this, you have this little trophy room <laughs> yourself with, with all your right with no Super Bowl trophies. <laughs> I was still have an empty spot on on this spot in my custom house that we built for a Super Bowl trophy that will never be filled. Um, all right, let's get in. We have no Seth Sacks, so we can load up on Brando's Randos. Brando, what do you got? I only really got two, um, and and neither of them have to do with this game at all. And that's because I'm getting excited about Saturday. 
I'm already excited. Have you seen Jack Plummer's QBR through the first two games? I have not. He threw a 66 in the game against Georgia Tech and then a 58 again again against Murray State. He does not look good at all. In fact, against again, it's Murray State. They did a, they probably practiced a lot of things, but they had like five different guys, including three different quarterbacks. Um, Plummer is Plummer good at all? I, I mean, I don't think you go to three different schools if you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody is aware, Georgia Tech's wins from the season over under four and a half. Murray State. Uh, doesn't say because it's Murray state. So, yep. uh, four and a half. I thought Georgia tech, the way they came out in that game, I thought they were good. They're not good. What did they do? Uh, this week? I'd like to know this just so it makes me feel a little bit better. Maybe about what's going on. Georgia tech is one in one. They beat South Carolina state. Congratulations. Beat them 48 to 13. So good job for the Yellow Jackets. They are back on the winning track. Um, cool. No, I did not know he was as bad as what his stats say, and I hope it continues because their numbers, number-wise, point-wise, they don't look awful. I don't know how they're scoring so many points with him at quarterback, though. Next thing is what's the longest leg parlay you've ever hit? Because I'm not a parlay guy. I'm a big parlay guy. But I and I was so close Saturday from oh, turning yeah. twenty five dollars into eight hundred, and Wisconsin against <laughs> Washington <laughs> State blew it. It was a five legger for twenty five dollars, and all I needed was Wisconsin to cover, and they looked bad. I Tanner the, Mordecai is just yeah, a guy. He's garbage. The biggest I've hit, I want to say a six, but I might be able to. While you're asking, oh, this is the last question, isn't it, already? I have, I have a few others, and they're all about kind of the Big Ten this this week. Well, I'd like to talk. Well, maybe we don't have to talk about what happened in the Big Ten today. Um, But let me let me go through here and see if I can find one. But uh, okay. what's well, I'll, say, I'll, I'll just I'll just quickly run through. Um, Illinois' dirt, absolute dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling more and more confident about that game. Nebraska, I wish we were playing this year. They absolute dirt. Um, Northwestern scored points, so that was good. Um, and then uh, last but not least, our Penn State hype's looking good. I thought all yeah. three of us went a little, a little over the edge on uh, on hyping up Penn State. I mean, it was just Delaware, but through the first few weeks, I mean, they already have over a hundred points. Um, it looks like in the uh, last year, the biggest one I've hit is four and it was a hockey parlay. It was uh Panthers, Carolina hurricanes, which would have been Eastern conference finals. Panthers to win over four and a half Kachuk to score and declare to score. There dude, that must've been nice. You got two. It was a uh, five banger for like 45. Wasn't that big. Wasn't that big. So good enough. I'll take it. Good enough. All right, that's all I got. Cool. Yeah, let's not talk about what's happening 
at Michigan State. I, if anybody has seen those details, it's kind of super creepy. Um, yeah, I mean, we on Big Banther. There's there's other podcasts you can go to that will yeah. hopefully cover that. Well, yeah, hopefully cover it with some sort of respect. I I would assume um, as well. So not necessarily towards the guy, but maybe towards the the person that it happened to. So um, he's suspended as of now. And if you don't know what we're talking about, just just Google it. Mel Tucker suspended. Um, or just Mel Tucker. I'm sure to pop right up. I'm assuming he doesn't have a job come probably Monday, but we'll see. It doesn't matter. We don't have to talk about them. We just talk about the Hoosiers and we're done talking about it now. Guess what? This one's longer than the preview. So you're welcome. Uh, be sure to check out our pod. It's on. T- oh, wow. Pat. <clears throat> wow. That was a good one there. Yeah. Be sure to check out our pod on Twitter, Instagram and threads. It's all at podcast. Leo. And our website at podcastleo.com. It's just podcastleo.com with the www in front of it. Uh, be sure to follow our partner, Big Banter Sports, for all the latest updates involving our podcast, as well as a new... Uh, this is an old one again. Why did he do this? As well as the other 13 teams around the league. You can find it all there. If you go to Big Banter Sports on Instagram or Twitter or anything, you'll be able to find a link to Michigan State Pod or, or Michigan or anybody else you want to listen to. Uh, be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms and join us again as we preview our, our matchup against what I labeled as our ex-girlfriend, Jeff Brom, because no matter where we go, he, he just follows us. He's, You're going to this game, somewhere. right? I am going to this game. Great oh, bummer. I really wanted to watch this. I- We'll get into it for our preview. I'm getting hyped for this game. Yeah. I'm going to the pre-party and everything. Nice. Yeah. I'm. I, it's going to be, I think, a lot of old dudes probably, but we'll see. Um, yeah. You can find me. I think I'm in uh, section 148, like 30-yard line, eight, eight rows up, maybe six, eight rows up, somewhere in there. Good seats. So I have a way. wedding. I have a wedding that day, so I'm going to have Oof. to curb my drinking, but... I'm not in the wedding, so I, and I don't think uh, the reception starts till like four. Or not the reception, the ceremony starts till four. Mm. So I should be able to get the whole game in. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Ban uh, fall weddings. Ban yeah, fall weddings. You got married in the fall, didn't you? I got married in no, the summer. No, summer. Like so it was hot. so hot. It was so hot. Oh, it was so hot. <laughs> Either way, check out our preview against uh, the Wilful Cardinals. It's probably going to happen. Um, soon it'll be out probably by thursday at the latest uh until then we'll uh talk to you later love you guys elio elio oh he said it